and welcome to the Peaceful Pastures podcast, finding peace in the pastures, spending 10 minutes each day with your shepherd. I am Pastor Daniel Lewig, and this podcast is brought to you by Christ Countryside Ministries, the regional ministries of St. John's Hill Point, Trinity Lime Ridge, and Bethlehem Richland Center. Today begins our next week of study in Mark's Gospel. For first-time listeners, this podcast studies two chapters of Mark's Gospel for four days each week, listening to the Word, capturing the context, putting yourself in the narrative, and applying the Word to your life. On day one, we let the Word speak. We try not to bring any preconceived pictures or thoughts into our head and just listen to the Word. And as you listen, make a mental or paper note about what struck you or stood out to you, what confused you, what wowed you. And most importantly, allow yourself to listen at the foot of your shepherd. To prepare ourselves to listen to God's Word, let us begin with a short prayer. Heavenly Father, these things are written that we may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that by believing we may have life in his name. Amen. Mark chapters 3 and 4. Jesus entered the synagogue again, and a man was there with a withered hand. They were watching Jesus closely to see if he would heal the man on the Sabbath day so that they could accuse him. He said to the man with the withered hand, Step forward. Then he said to them, Is it lawful on the Sabbath day to do good or to do evil, to save life or to kill? But they were silent. Then he looked around at them with anger, deeply grieved at the hardness of their hearts. He said to the man, Stretch out your hand. The man stretched it out, and his hand was restored. The Pharisees left and immediately began to conspire against Jesus with the Herodians, plotting how they might kill him. Jesus withdrew to the sea with his disciples. A large crowd followed him from Galilee, Judea, Jerusalem, Idumea, and beyond the Jordan as well as from around Tyre and Sidon. A large crowd came to him when they heard all that he was doing. He told his disciples to have a boat ready for him because of the crowd, so that the people would not crush him. Since he had healed many people, all those who had illnesses were pressing forward to touch him. Whenever the unclean spirits saw him, they fell down in front of him, crying out, You are the Son of God! but he warned them sternly that they should not tell who he was. Jesus went up the mountain, summoned those he wanted, and they came to him. He appointed twelve, whom he designated apostles, so that they would be with him, and so that they could send them out so he could send them out to preach, and to have authority to drive out demons. He appointed the twelve, Simon to whom he gave the name Peter, then James the son of Zebedee, and John the brother of James, to whom he also gave the nickname Boanerges, which means sons of thunder. Also Andrew, Philip, Bartholomew, Matthew, Thomas, and James the son of Alphaeus. Finally, Thaddeus, Simon the Zealot, 
and Judas Iscariot, who betrayed him. They went into a house. A crowd gathered again so that they were not even able to eat a meal. When his own people heard this, they went out to take control of him, because they were saying, He is out of his mind. The experts in the law who came down from Jerusalem were saying, He is possessed by Beelzebub, and he drives out demons by the ruler of demons. Jesus called them together and spoke to them in parables. How can Satan drive out Satan? If a kingdom is divided against itself, that kingdom cannot stand. And if a house is divided against itself, that house cannot stand. And if Satan has risen up against himself and is divided, he cannot stand but is finished. On the other hand, no one can enter a strong man's house to steal his possessions unless he ties up the strong man first. Then he can plunder his house. Amen, I tell you. Everything will be forgiven people, their sins and whatever blasphemies they may speak. But whoever blasphemes against the Holy Spirit will never have forgiveness but is guilty of an eternal sin. Jesus said this because they were saying he has an unclean spirit. Then his mother and his brothers arrived. While they were standing outside, they sent word to Jesus calling for him. A crowd was sitting around him. They began to tell him, Look, your mother and your brothers are outside looking for you. He replied, Who are my mother and my brothers? He looked at those who sat around him in a circle, and he said, Look, my mother and my brothers, for whoever does the will of God is my brother and sister and mother. Another time Jesus began to teach by the sea. Such a large crowd gathered around him that he got into a boat and sat in it outside the sea. The whole crowd was on the seashore. Then he taught them many things in parables. As he taught them, he said, Listen, there was a sower who went out to sow. As he sowed, some seed fell along the path, and the birds came and ate it up. Other seed fell on rocky ground, where it did not have much soil. It sprang up right away because it did not have deep soil. When the sun rose, it was scorched, and because it did not have much root, it withered. Some seed fell among the thorns, and the thorns grew up and choked it, so it did not produce fruit. Still other seed fell on good ground and yielded fruit, sprouting and growing and producing a crop, some thirty, some sixty, and some one hundred times as much as was sown. Then Jesus said, Whoever has ears to hear, let him hear. When Jesus was alone, those who were around him with the twelve asked him about the parables. He said to them, The mystery of the kingdom of God has been given to you, But everything comes in parables to those who are outside, so that they will certainly see but not perceive, and they will certainly hear but not understand. Otherwise, they might turn and be forgiven. Then he asked them, Do you not understand this parable? How then will you understand any of the parables? The sower sows the word. These are the ones along the path where the word is sown. As soon as they hear it, Satan comes and immediately takes away the word that was sown in them. Some are like the ones sown on rocky ground. As soon as they hear the word, they immediately welcome it with joy. Yet since they have no root in themselves, they last only a short time. 
when trouble or persecution comes because of the word, they immediately fall away. Still others are sown among the thorns. These are the ones who hear the word, but the worries of this life and the deceitfulness of wealth and desires for other things enter in and choke the word, so it becomes unfruitful. But the ones sown on the good ground are those who hear the word, accept it, and produce fruit, some thirty, some sixty, and some one hundred times as much was sown. He also said to them, A lamp is not brought out to be put under a basket or under a bed, is it? Isn't it placed on a lampstand? For there is nothing hidden that will not be revealed, and nothing concealed that will not come to light. If anyone has ears to hear, let him hear. He went on to tell them, Pay attention to what you hear. With the same measure you use, it will be measured to you, and more will be given to you. Yes, whoever has will be given more, and whoever does not have, even what he has will be taken away from him. He said the kingdom of God is like this. A man scatters seed on the ground, and while he sleeps and rises night and day, the seed sprouts and grows, though he does not know how. The ground produces fruit on its own, first the blade, then the head, then the full grain in the head. When the crop is ready, he swings the sickle without delay, because the harvest has come. Then he said, To what should we compare the kingdom of God? Or with what parable may we picture it? It is like a mustard seed, which when sown on the ground is one of the smallest of the seeds planted in the ground. Yet when it is planted, it grows up and becomes larger than all the garden plants and puts out large branches so that the birds of the sky can nest under its shade. With many similar parables, he continued to speak the word to them as much as they were able to hear. He did not speak to them without a parable. But when he was alone with his disciples, he explained everything to them. On that day when evening came, Jesus said to them, Let's go over to the other side. After leaving the crowd behind, the disciples took him along in the boat just as he was. Other small boats also followed him. A great windstorm arose, and the waves were splashing into the boat so that the boat was quickly filling up. Jesus himself was in the stern, sleeping on a cushion. They woke him and said, Teacher, don't you care that we are about to drown? Then he got up, rebuked the wind, and said to the sea, Peace, be still. The wind stopped, and there was a great calm. He said to them, Why are you so afraid? Do you still lack faith? They were filled with awe and said to one another, Who then is this? Even the wind and the sea obey him. This wraps up today's podcast. We invite you to join in next time and take the opportunity to share our podcast with someone in your life who could use some peace in the pastures. You can find our podcast on all major podcasting platforms. If you have any questions, feel free to contact us at Christ Countryside Wells, W-E-L-S, at yahoo.com. Our podcast is brought to you by Christ Countryside Ministries, the regional ministry of St. John's Hill Point, Trinity Lime Ridge, and Bethlehem Richland Center. Music used with permission from Koine, part of their soundtrack to Oh That the Lord Would Guide My Ways. 
You can find their music on iTunes and many other online musical stores. Scripture used in this podcast is from the Evangelical Heritage Version, used with permission from the Wartburg Project. This is Pastor Daniel Lewig wishing you God's richest blessings on your day.